Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on a gorgeous, cloudless, cool, kind of cool, yeah. Saturday morning. And uh, tell you what, we got a great show for you this morning and everybody's here. Good morning there, Ronnie. Good morning. How it's you doing? It's always good when I don't have to run my air conditioner in my truck. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. It works <laughs> real well. I just hate to have to use it. Because okay. you can hear the gas sucking out of the tank. Oh, okay. Is that what that noise is? That is. Uh, no, it's coming out of your wallet, maybe. No uh, kidding. Yeah. Hey, Alan, how you doing? Doing good, Perry. Uh, going to have a little bit of local racing going on tonight, but not much. And uh, you know what it was last Saturday. It was pure rain. Yeah, nothing much to report on that? Nothing much to report on local racing, but uh, like I say, got a little bit going on tonight. But they, uh, they were doing pretty good between the ropes on the canvas weren't they oh uh, yeah I, uh <laughs> you asked me if i watched uh the big spandy race last night and i said well it's when it started getting boring i'd turn it over and watch uh friday night smackdown well <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what he's been on this show five years now and does a great job and probably has tripled our listening audience but uh i had no idea he liked wrestling until a couple of weeks ago so uh i thought it was fishing and racing that you uh that battled for your attention but now i know it's well, wrestling in there too if i get to go fishing i'll get off and take off fishing my yeah. uncle used to take me to the spartanburg auditorium once or twice and uh billy two rivers yeah. who run around in an indian costume he was like the big hero and the bad guy was bolo and bolo had a mask on and they'd get bolo's mask up right over his nose and get ready to yank it off and something would happen you know You'd never uh, find out who Bolo really was. I figured it was Mayor Stoddard or something, but I didn't know who it was. Good morning uh, there, uh, Gregory. Well, I tell you what, we got a, a great show lined up. Yep. And a lot of things have happened this week. Yes, uh, like a little a bit. A ton of things. A lot of good things for Spartanburg, and uh, we, got, we got a real good guest. Uh, well, who is the guest? Well, we're going to talk to the famed Dave Mark. What a great driver he was. He, you know, he drove not only his own car, but he drove Penske's Matador. He drove Penske's Mercury. And before that, you know, he drove the 71 with Harry Hyde. That's what I remember him in the most. Yeah. I mean, that's where he won. A, I don't know if he won all five. I know he didn't win all five of his, of his races in that car, but he won a bunch of them. He won Talladega one day, and there wasn't anybody going to touch, touch him when I was down there. Yeah, and about seventy six or so. But he's he's got a lot of good stories, and he was there. And if he wasn't there driving a a, a top rank car, he was in his own car, and I can remember him winning races and outrun us. I mean, you know, he just but he, he outrun a lot of people. In fact, a lot of people. I'm gonna bring this up. I'll, I'll 
I better bring it up or I'll forget it. But when y'all won the Daytona 500 with Bobby Allison in 78, Dave Marcus is the one that y'all drafted with that sort of helped you out getting up there. And I, Bobby even thanked him in victory lane. Said, I want to thank Dave Marcus for helping to bug more Mercury win this race. Yeah. No or bug more Thunderbird. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. You know, he had lost the draft. And once again, it was a positioning. But uh, he was driving for uh, that number two for, um, oh, what was that guy's name? It, number two, well, he was in the Cam 2 car, wasn't he? No, 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 no. He was in that blue, white, and yellow Chevrolet. Uh, I guess that would have probably been a Laguna or something. Uh, Osterlin, Rod Osterlin. Yeah, that, that's the car. And that was another super good car he drove. Well, Earnhardt won the Rookie of the Year the next year in that car. Yeah. So. But anyway, yeah, let, let me. Uh, super guy for Bristol. Yeah, but we got a he, super guy everywhere. Yeah. Um, Dave Marcus. Great, great guest. Super Thank you, Dave. Greg. Yeah, we'll talk to Super Dave at 11 o'clock. And uh, just say something. You have something you want to say about wrestling or something there? You, no? You made a look. Oh, made no, a face. I was just <laughs> talking about, I remember all the stuff at Spartanburg Memorial that you do because I was there at the same time, but it only took one time in person for me to not care about going back. Well, I only went once or twice. My uncle was really into it. He took my brother smoke a bunch, yeah. but I only went the one time, but see, I watched them on channel three with big bill ward. Oh yeah. And, uh, uh, the, uh, well, you were on the East side of Spartanburg. You get channel three. I was on the <laughs> West side. We had trouble getting channel three. All the stars had to be aligned just right. We couldn't get 13. Now I could get 13. Couldn't get 13. So I, I missed out on the untouchables and, and uh, all those Quinn Martin productions and a, and a whole bunch of stuff. I do remember Bob Ledford's, uh, yeah. what was it, Bob Ledford's with the campers and all that, that stuff? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was so bad, he was funny. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was into wrestling. But uh, I want to make one other comment here uh, before we get too far into the show that um, one of our, uh, I call it a team member here at, at WSPG AM and FM, Ryan Clary, Lost his father this week, and uh, I know everybody in this room lost a, has lost a father who was, with everybody in this room, was also a grandfather. So uh, our hearts and prayers go out to Ryan and his family, and uh, he uh, showed a lot of guts coming on the air this week and doing b a ball game last night for Spartan High. And, you know, it's tough to do stuff like that, and uh, we know what you're going through, Ryan. And uh, like I said, you have our uh, you have our thoughts and prayers and uh Hang in there, buddy. It gets better. And uh, anyway, um, just wanted to get that out early. So we uh, the big news this week that Ronnie texted me as I was getting ready to go into the Joy Crab Bar and Boil up at Hillcrest Shopping Center for lunch was that Jeremy Clements had a good panel, evidently three reasonable men. I don't have their names here, but they uh, overturned completely. You know, I had railed for a week or so here that maybe just uh, giving getting back in the playoffs, the fines will take care of themselves. They're, you know, that's bad enough in the points and all that. But they overturned the whole thing, and he's right back in the thick of it. And he's not the twelfth guy in. He's running. He's sitting eighth because uh, only eight people won races, and uh, he's uh, he's sitting in pretty good shape. And the first race of the playoffs, he didn't do so hot last night, and we'll go over all that. Uh, but the first race of the playoffs is next week at Texas. And without having done any research at all, it seems like I remember him having some fairly decent races at Texas. So, uh, uh, that's the big news. He's in there and 
I appreciate you uh, wising me up on that in the middle of Tuesday afternoon. Well, I was just so tickled when I saw it. And the thing about Jeremy is he will tell you that he doesn't have the best car. So the key to his doing well in races is to hang around. And then when he hangs around toward the end, he can outsmart some of them. He's, he's just that good of a driver. Well, he said now a couple of times, and he, he, I think he's getting kind of, sounded like he might be getting a little ag- aggravated about it, but he uh, he was saying like on open mic, I guess it was, that's where I heard him with uh, Alex uh, this past week, that he uh, was laying back on purpose. You know, they were saying, you know, get up there and mix it up with him. And he was like, oh, no, I could, but I'm not going to. And yeah. he played it just exactly right. And he came across the finish. And as we talked about it the day after it happened, you know, uh, I think Almondinger pulled up even with him coming through uh, the fourth turn at Daytona, and he just powered away from him. He did. And then when the wreck happened behind him, uh, they threw the caution flag, of course, and, and he'd already he'd already taken the white, and yep. it was over. But he didn't uh, he didn't fool around. He didn't back into that win. I think he did it. Uh, I mean, anything but back into it. Sounded like smart driving, heads up, uh, heads up driving, and uh, I mean, it takes a little bit of luck when you got that many cars bashing into each other. But say he has the smallest team in NASCAR. They were talking about another one last night. I can't remember. I think it was the ten team. Maybe. No, that's that's Carlig, isn't it? One of the, anyway, one of the teams they they compared directly to Jeremy. Right. I can't remember which one it was, but you know, like five or six permanent employees and stuff like that. And he can't he can't just stay up there with the the guys that have a ton of money. He has to pick and choose his spots. Well, yep, yeah, and uh, he he needs to try to stick with them now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, he knows what he's doing. I don't far be it for me to tell Jeremy Clemens how to drive a race car, but he is sitting pretty in the playoffs, eighth, and uh, he's forty six points out of first place because you get. They reset the field, and everybody gets 2,000 points. And then you get other points according to your stage wins and your stage finishes. And uh, you get five points for every win. So Cragson is going bonkers on this thing. He's won the last three races in a row. And I got a lot to say about him. But uh, Jeremy's got 2,005 points, and I think Cragson's got 2,051. So that's a 46-point difference. And, you know, they're going to start knocking two cars out at the end of uh, each uh each segment of the playoffs, and so he just needs to he needs to stay up there. Eighth is a sweet place to be right now. That that is Perry, and you know that was the the, the thing about that race. He raced with the big guys. He, he almost pulled like a David Pearson deal. You know, Pearson sometimes would lay back, and Pearson say, you know, he'd look at the the drivers don't have time to look at the gauges. Maybe they do better now, but. Uh, look and see what's going on in three and four. And I think that Jeremy played it like David Pearson has a good car. Uh, and he just let all the melee happen. But when it got time to go, there were still some awful fast, good drivers. And, and he went by them. And, uh, you know, a lot of controversy about that whole thing. Uh, but NASCAR being a corporation... They got different people measuring different things, and uh, it was obviously it was almost like it was too legal, really. So that so they had to throw it out. I, I figured they'd give, but we were talking about really ninety thousand dollars, sixty or something. Thanks to the crew chief, suspension, 
plus the prize money, and they got all of it back, and I couldn't be more happier yeah. for a Spartanburg team than anything in the world. That's it. It was a wonderful day. I got one more guest I want to mention, actually two, I guess. Uh, at 11.20, when Dave Marcus is done, we're going to have Kaylee Tate on the air. Kaylee is a um, female drag racer. I think she's from Union, but she's from around here someplace. But she's uh, she's real, real good. She's 16 years old. She can't drive on the street, but she can tear them up on the drag strip. And she wants to come on. And she's uh, having a car show next week in Cowpens. And the name of her team is K-Bird Racing. And uh, we're going to have Kaylee on at 1120 when we get done with uh, with Dave Marcus after the break. And hopefully... Uh, uh, she wants to come in the studio, so Greg, that's great. Greg, you're going to have to move. Well, I always <laughs> you and Alan, Alan, you let her in, and, and we'll let Mr. Tate and his daughter sit here and talk to us for uh, 20 minutes and uh, well, find out about her event and about how it is to be a 16-year-old female race driver. Yeah, I, w- I always get real antsy uh, sitting. I can't sit places too much, and, and but I'd certainly give up my seat any day for a young lady like that that's doing real good. Can't wait to hear her story, and uh, I think she went through Hank Guyton to get a hold of me a couple of weeks ago, and I, we're glad to have her on. We love to promote not only her uh, event over in Cowpens, which is next Saturday, and she'll give us the times and places and all that stuff, and uh, I was pretty ambitious for a 16-year-old. I think when I was 16-year-old, I was a uh, probably throwing the frisbee or I, I wasn't drag racing at union and putting on events no but i can remember i was with you probably well <laughs> no i was tagging along but but uh, i would say that that perry by the time of about nine or ten years old uh he had a had a car made up it looked just like a billy wade's car and that, well, that had to be 1964 so that would put me at 12 years old. yeah you were you were like 12 years old you wouldn't know where near anything about getting a driver's license or anything no. but you had it going pretty good bill shulbred and i built a gravity fed downhill racer and painted it up red and black and put ones on it and bristol lincoln mercury and i looked I good too thought i dad gum right it looked good i thought i was billy wade <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it run it run good like Billy Way. I think the Daryl. It ran real good when you were getting towed by a moped, yeah, or, or a Honda Fifty. It was a Honda Fifty. Yeah, that, it, it was it was a Honda that. Uh, matter of fact, that thing, uh, Daddy brought that thing back from '64 when Richard won a race and it had a lot of Japanese input in it, and they left. They had a Honda. They want the first Honda I think they brought, but. Uh, that was down at Daytona. Uh, down at Daytona. And, 500. And I think, I know you were there. No, I wasn't. You wasn't at that one. I never went to a Daytona 500 until about 1990-something. But anyway, I, that, that has nothing to do with it. You use it use a whole lot of a whole lot of Indies, too. Whole well, lot anyway, of well, anyway, let's, uh, let's take our first break. We're about 45 seconds early, but we'll take a break and get Deb on here. We got a lot of ground to cover and a lot of guests and a great show for you. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right, Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Good morning, Deb, and you really are trackside. Oh, yes. Good morning. Well, I will be in uh, about an hour or so. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they're not, I mean, the race isn't until about 7.30 tonight. So that's true. The garage doesn't even open till 4 o'clock. Okay. Well, you're there, and that's what matters, and uh, I'm glad to have you on the show. And, of course, we've already discussed it, but I'm going to get your uh, thoughts on the fact that uh, – Jeremy got off the hook. They had, I guess, three reasonable people, which I, I, I didn't even, I don't have their names here and I didn't recognize any of the names that were on the panel, but, uh, they, uh, completely overturned, uh, Jeremy's penalties and he's in the playoffs and, uh, with, uh, all the city of Spartanburg and a lot of, a lot of fans of independence everywhere pulling for him. Oh, yes. And the only one that I knew on the panel was, uh, Tom DeLoach, or Tom DeLoach. Uh, Tom used to be the owner of Red Horse Racing in the Truck Series after he retired 
as a uh, mobile executive. So he was the only one that I knew. And um, But, yeah, I was very happy to see it. And, you know, it was a thing, when you look at it and you think about it, the competitors had wanted rules of, you know, if it passes this, it, it's good. If it doesn't pass, then there's a penalty. And that was the mindset that the competitors had when Gary Nelson took over from Dick Beatty back in the 1990s as the cup director. And so that's what they created. They created a situation like that. And even though, you know, Jeremy and his team had never had to go through that process in, in a while, and they didn't really even weren't required to take the manifold to the NASCAR R&D Center, but they did. And then when they checked it, then it was too short. So it was a deal where, well, you know, it's too short. So they penalized them. And it was only, as I think Jeremy put it, short by three sheets of paper. So then when they went in and explained it at the appeal situation, then they ruled in Jeremy and his team's favor for it. So it was it shows the process works is basically what it did. Jeremy comes on a, an afternoon show here every Wednesday on Open Mic Daily from uh, R.J. Rockers, and he, and he said that uh, this was this was right after it happened, and he made that comment that uh, they got fined for a piece that they didn't even have to take in. <laughs> he was saying, like, I think Ryan Clary or whoever was talking to him says, y'all have got to be the dumbest cheaters that there are to take in something you didn't need to take in and get caught for it and get such a severe penalty. But, um, you know, it, it turned out like it should have. And I'm, I'm just glad they saw, uh, saw fit to give Jeremy everything back. And he hasn't had any really outstanding runs in the two races since then, but now we go to the playoffs and I'm, I tell you what, we're so excited. He's not even the 12th guy and he's the eighth guy. And because he's a race winner and we're, we're real proud of him and, can't wait to see how he can do in Texas and uh, and maybe uh, make the first cut, maybe the second cut. Who knows? Yeah, you know, anything's possible. And it was certainly an exciting race last night at Bristol mm-hmm. to determine the playoff field. And, uh, you know, Sheldon Creed would look like he was in and Landon Castle had mechanical issues. And then when it was all said and done and the checkered flag waved, Ryan Sieg was the one that had that 12th spot in the field of uh, for the playoffs i think it was about six points over uh landon castle wasn't much i know at one point it was three points yeah so i think it wound up five uh, yeah it, it was somewhere in that neck of the woods well um i'm glad you're up there i know the i guess it has recovered i don't know I, when they at one time you uh it was almost like the masters. It seemed like you had to inherit a ticket to the Bristol night race. It was so popular. And then, and then they, as far as I'm concerned, this is just me talking. They changed, they fixed something that wasn't broken. Uh, the, uh, the, the racing wasn't that good maybe for a few years, but it looks like, uh, I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? It looks like it's back now or pretty darn close to it. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's been interesting to see the, the, the campgrounds full again. I noticed when I left the truck race the other night, and I was parked up on the pretty far on the hill in B parking lot, and I could look out, and the entire crack campground over there on the hillside was full, and there was lights. And I actually tweeted 
a picture of it on my Twitter account, which is Deb Williams seventy two. If anybody wants to see it, but it's just beautiful. And last night it was interesting. They had a concert outside the track, so you could watch the race and then go to a concert outside the track. But uh, it's definitely come back, and I thought it was interesting yesterday during media availabilities with the playoff contenders. Chase Elliott said that when he was a child, this Bristol night race to him was bigger than life. Mm. And that that Bristol night race was what made him want to become a race car driver. Wow. That's saying a lot um, considering uh, the family he came from and all that he had seen with his dad, Bill, and everything. Yeah. But uh, the weather here has just been absolutely wonderful. It's the best fall-like weather or just weather period that we have had at Bristol for an entire race weekend in a very long, long time. Yeah, it's got to be nice up there. It was pretty cool this morning in the, or here in Spartanburg, but I imagine up in the mountains it is better and, or cooler. And, uh, yeah, I think fall hits, what, Ronnie, the 22nd, something like that, five days away? That sounds right. Yeah, it's 23rd, 22nd, I think it's 23rd, somewhere in that neck of the woods. Yeah, but it's coming up before we have another show. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I got to ask you a question now, and I'm not trying to be the old get-off-my-lawn guy. I am a lot of times, but I, I got a problem with Noah Cragson. Um, now, he's a good driver. I think they, they're trying to rope him in a little bit. He's hit a few people, but uh, he has won the last three Xfinity races, although Kansas only went a Barely didn't even make halfway actually because of the rain, but uh, throw yeah, you can't call it a race unless it's halfway. Well, that's right, they, they called it the end of the stage, too. That's right, yeah, 93 laps out of 200. But anyway, he yeah. won it, somebody had to, so he gets it. But uh, I mean, I can understand being nervous, but you know, it's, it's it, you know, throwing up all the time after the race or even during a stage in the car, uh. And then he climbs the fence, which is, you know, that's not very original. But then he shotguns a beer, which I think is just pretty tacky. And then he, uh, of course, last night he had holy shoot, only he didn't say shoot. Uh, and he's going to drive for Richard Petty next year. So, you know, that's, I, got some, I got some problems with Noah Cracks. And he's 24 years old, and I just, he's, uh, he, he's kind of, he kind of reminds me of a, out of control a little bit fraternity guy. You know, I, I don't know about the throwing up thing. I guess anybody could have uh, uh, some sort of medical problem if that's what it is, nerves or whatever. But, I mean, what's your impressions of him? I don't – mine's not very good. You weren't around when Tim Richmond was around, were you? Well, yeah, I was, actually. In fact, uh, yeah. I, I got to know Tim a little bit when he drove for uh, – uh, was it Bob Rogers over in Greenville, that number 12? But, um, yeah, I, I knew Tim Reston, but he, but he didn't, he wasn't like that. I mean, he was, yeah, a, he was, yeah, he was, he threw up in his, after he got out of the car, no, but, but, but no, 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 no. I'm talking about the flamboyancy. Flamboyance. Um, fine. I got the funny flock was flamboyant. Uh, I remember him too, but, uh, but what I, yeah, we're wearing Bermuda shorts. Yeah. But this no, guy's kind I, of a jerk I, to I, me. Well, he's from Las Vegas. Okay. Um, so are the bushes. <laughs> you got to you got to remember that um, he um, actually what happened last night. He Bob Pockers of Fox Sports asked that him about the throwing up, 
and um, if he was concerned about it. And he said that he was starting to get concerned. He said his mother is very concerned. And he said that he does have acid reflux, that he does take Tums, but he said that during the off-season he plans to go to the doctor and find out exactly what's causing it. I did talk to a NASCAR person last night who said she was having the same type problem where she would throw up and she said she couldn't figure out what was causing it. And it turned out to be an elevated heart rate. And when her heart rate got elevated to a certain point, it would trigger the throwing up reaction in her. And she said she bet that might be what's happening with Noah. And um, so it'll be, you know, I hope everything's okay with him. And because having stomach issues myself and having had ulcers and all, uh, it's it's not fun, so I'm glad that he's going to go to a doctor in the off season and and get it checked out because he said it's concerning his his mother and she's asking the same questions that Bob Pockers was asking last night. Well, uh, the, um, the, the throwing up is the one that I hold against him the least because uh, I mean anybody can have a medical problem that that's uh, understandable. I'm just saying it's not very attractive, but. Uh, you know, but you, if you can't help it, you can't help it. And I, I, I'm, I'm hoping there's a medical solution to that. Climbing the fence is climbing the fence. That's not a, that's not new. Uh, but I, you know, shotgun in the beer, I thought was pretty tacky. And uh, well, I and you got to watch yourself uh, using profanity, which I'm not a prude. Hell, uh, heck, I, <laughs> I use profanity all the time. But uh, you know, you, when you're in front of the the whole country, you know, you got to kind of watch it. Well, first of all, I didn't think Kim Shotgun in the beer was as tacky as Kyle Larson's wife doing it last year at Phoenix. But she doesn't do it on national television, does she? I didn't know yeah, about that until last did. night. Did she? Yes, yeah, she did. Well, I yeah. missed it. Yeah, in Victory Lane. Okay. And, well, um, um, so that doesn't make it any know, better but, for me. No, but I'm just saying, and um, there's a seven-second delay between what goes on the air and when it's said. So somebody should have hit the yeah. button. Somebody was asleep you know? at the wheel on that one. Asleep at the yeah. switch, the button. But, I'm, I'm, I mean, let me let me finish about Noah. Okay. Noah, I don't know if you caught it in his post-race interview on TV when he mentioned about Josh Wise helping him a lot, and he mentioned it again in the um, – post-race interview and I asked him to expand on that and he talked about how Josh Wise helps him understand how to become a better person and that he works with all the Chevrolet drivers on sports psychology and tells them what they need to do and so right now Noah needs somebody in his life he's got josh wise he's got dale earnhardt jr and kelly and he's got brendan gone all helping him understand the person he needs to become because his father is in prison right now in las vegas for killing people in a dwi accident in las vegas i did not know that yeah so he 
he needs, quote unquote, people there to help him and help him with the chip on his shoulder and, and help him. But the, the flamboyancy, the, the excitement and all, and, and there's, there's some things in there, and the way he drives in particular, uh, I see Tim Richmond. Yeah, I, I mean, I, he's a, he's a hard charger, and in fact, that was absolutely, in my opinion, incidental contact last night because he bumped into uh, uh, Ty Gibbs that, that took out uh, um, who was the guy Creed. Sheldon Creed was on the outside of him and put them both in the wall. And I, I don't fault I don't fault him for that. If you don't bump into somebody at Bristol, that's uh, that's out of the ordinary, but. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I just, to me, there is a, a fine line between uh, um, flamboyant and obnoxious. And he's sort of leaning on the obnoxious side. And you said to our member, Tim Richmond, I remember Tim Richmond very well. I've been following this sport since 1955. And I remember yeah, Fonnie Flock remember very well. It? So I, I know. Yeah, do you remember the year Tim drove for uh, Raymond Beetle in the old Milwaukee car? Yeah. I do. And and some of the stuff he did, that was when he jumped out of the car at Martinsville and ran up to the press box and came in the press box and grabbed the microphone and held an impromptu press conference because he felt that he had been penalized wrongly during the race. And, um, you know, Tim, I saw Tim go through a lot of stages from – the way he was when he first came in and then the way he was during the old Milwaukee car when he looked like the wolf man and then <laughs> yeah. when he got cleaned up and, and went with Hendrick. So, um, you know, there were many phases of, of Tim there. Um, yeah, of Tim. So, you know, I'm, I just, um, yeah, I, I was talking to a person last night who was around with Tim too and, I asked her after Noah left the media center, I said, who does Noah remind you of? And um, she said, I'm not sure. I said, try Tim Richmond. And she said, well, he's not quite as egotistical as Tim was. And I said, now, that's true. But I said, the flamboyancy, the way he drives. And I said, the way he was picking on Bob Pockers and and, um, Bianchi with the athletic and she said, yeah, Tim would have done that. So, you know, I think he's just trying to grow up and, and find his way. And, you know, a lot of things that were acceptable were not acceptable when you and I were his age. I have discovered in working around people that are his age, they don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. So things that we think are not proper it's kind of like things we did that our parents didn't think weren't proper. Well, I can relate directly to that because I never cared much for Kyle Bush a long time before he smashed that guitar in Nashville. But uh, yeah. my son Jake thought it was great. <laughs> and he's <laughs> he's a sergeant in the Marine Corps right now getting out next month. But uh, no, I, 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 there's no question. You know infinitely more about uh, Tim Richmond than I do and saw him behind the scenes. I met him a few times. Now, we did kind of get on a one-to-one basis, uh, uh, but, you know, it, it wasn't like he'd throw up his hand and say, hey, Perry, if he saw me, but he knew my face, and I knew mm-hmm. enough about I liked him. You know, I'm a huge Indianapolis 500 fan, and I was up mm-hmm. there when he uh, 
when he had that good rookie run and um, oh, rode yeah. to victory lane on the side of Johnny Rutherford's car, which we've talked about with Johnny on the air. I mean, those were mm. that's a that's a big uh, a big moment in the history of the Indy 500 for me. So I always was a Tim Richmond fan. But anyway, let's uh, before time gets away from us, let's do the point standings um, after the Kansas race. Alan, you got a thirty-five. You got thirty-five points. That's a four-point lead over me. I've got thirty-one. Deb's got twenty-seven. Lanny's got twenty-four. Jada's got twenty-three. Greg's got nineteen, and Ronnie's got fifteen. Jada's kind of coming on here late. We better watch, keep an eye on her. Well, that's true. But and I'm still solidly in last place. That's all right. Go ahead and pick somebody and try to get out of last place. Well, I think I'm going to go with the watermelon man. That's number, not one. A, no, number one, that would be uh, Ross Chastain, not yes. Dwight Chastain, as I <laughs> call him every week. Go ahead, Deb. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. Okay, he's uh, hopefully he's got the rubber cleaned out of his rocker panels and will be uh, keep it uh, keep it from catching on fire this week. I right, go go ahead there, uh, Alan. Who you like? I'm going to stick with the five car. Okay. Uh, you take the five. Well, I'm going to go with Chase. If nobody wants him, I'll take him. And uh, Jada, I guess, will take the 11. And uh, Lanny, you can uh, text Tw- it. 12. Texas in the 12. <laughs> and uh, Greg stepped away. I don't know if he wants to get ball tickets or what. But uh, we'll get his pick later. But I'm pretty sure it will probably be Logano, who is uh, a good pick. So, Deb, what else am I missing? We got we can give you a couple more minutes because Alan says he didn't have anything. Everybody got rained out last week locally. Oh dear. Well, it uh, we had the schedules released this week, yep. twenty twenty three for all three national touring series, and Denny Hamlin was complaining about the he would um, the Xfinity series having eight road races on it. He uh, said that that was just too far in that direction, and then I looked and. In the, in the Cup Series, ever since Denny came into the Cup Series, he's won one road race. I thought, okay, that explains that. <laughs> but then, um, well, he should be worrying yeah. about Xfinity anyway, as far as I'm concerned. He only gets to drive yeah. so many races. Yeah, but um, he he is a team owner now, so he's complaining, you know, both ways. But yeah. I, I was impressed with Tyler Reddick yesterday when Tyler Reddick came into the media center and. He has really been just the consummate professional through this entire situation. And one reporter asked Tyler if he felt that Richard Childress taking him out of the eight car and doing all that with Kyle Busch and meeting with him an hour before the press conference with Kyle Busch was was personal. And because of the way he announced that he was going to Toyota at the end of the 2023 season in mid-July after signing with Childress for next year in March. And Tyler's voice never changed. It was just as smooth and calm as it could be. And he said, no. He said, it's, I just view it as all business. He said, I'm not going to be there. They need to look to the future. They're building their team. And he said, um, you know, it's not a problem. He said, I didn't think that I would be having to deal with new team and new people till 2024. He said having to do it next year will help me better prepare for 2024. And then one person even asked him if that people viewed that he was getting third-grade equipment, the worst equipment next year. And he said, look, he said, these cars are spec cars. 
So he said, that's not a valid argument because everybody's getting the same thing. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But what, what with a, about a minute to go, um, what do you think about the uh, about that? I, I noticed a lot of things I've seen on social media, I guess with maybe Facebook or something, or people send me stuff, and it looked like they were trying to compare the uh, or, or put it in the same frame uh, Dale Earnhardt and Kyle Busch like two great drivers, and they are two great drivers, but I don't know. I, I'd leave Dale Earnhardt out of it and just let Kyle Busch stand on his own. What do you think? Well, Richard, that they're getting that because in the press conference on Tuesday, Richard Childress said that the way Kyle Busch drives and his attitude towards racing, he said he is a modern-day Dale Earnhardt, okay. the way he drives. So that's where they're getting that. But um, Kevin Harvick actually mentioned yesterday during his media availability that he went to the Stuart Haas, he went to his team owners and tried to get them to hire Kyle Busch. He said, you know, Kyle Busch doesn't care about anything but winning, and he said, that's the way Richard Childress is. And he said, Richard Childress doesn't like second. Kyle Busch doesn't like second. And he said, you know, he could bring a lot to an organization with his knowledge and attitude and everything. And there's even some question now as to whether Kyle might even get to drive in the Indy 500. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I've said it on this show before and, Bud Moore said it to me more than once. In fact, I think I said it last week on the show. But Bud Moore said if he could pick a driver, he'd pick Kyle Busch. And uh, I thought that was a pretty good recommendation. Oh, yeah. Well, after, if you'll remember how Kyle won the Pocono race last year where he was having to hold the gear shift yep. and it kept popping out. I remember and now. Other problems. And uh, I told, uh, I passed Kyle within a week after that in the Smith Tower at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And I told Kyle, I said, Kyle, there's only one other driver that I know that I've covered who could have done what you did at Pocono and won the race, and that's Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Well, uh, Deb, we're going to let you go. I will say that uh, I got in one of my one of the books I wrote, uh, Joe Weatherly did it at uh, Hickory, and he even had to turn the ignition on and off in the turns to slow down, and he won that race. But that was a long, long time ago. That was in the early 60s. I was going to say, but, yeah, I didn't cover Joe Weatherly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did uh, as a as a 12-year-old. I watched him. I watched him, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't cover him as a reporter. Deb, you're the best. Thank you so much. Have a good time up there at Bristol, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's always a pleasure, everybody. Have a good week. You too. Good races. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Deb Williams, who, who the heck is she? She's the smartest woman I know. Smartest woman I know, too. So let's take a break. We gave her an extra five minutes at six, actually. We'll come back and hear what Alan's got for us. And uh, you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're running around in your car listening to the game and your car radio sounds like this. 
And you want it to sound like this. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality. And visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Pranex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Pranex is the place to look. Pranex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Pranex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Pranex does that too. Pranex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. Okay, Alan, you got eight minutes. All right, we're going to start off. Carolina Speedway. That's uh, up in Gastonia. That's up in Gastonia. They had three nights. Started off Thursday night with practice. Uh, come back last night with uh, qualifying and some heat races and some main events. So, uh, got a big $5,000 to pay off in street stock and Thunder Bomber race up there tonight. But uh, here's what mains that they had was Pro 4 last night. First place went to Tim Bristol. Second went to Jacob Kinder. Third went to Coleman Chapman. Also, main event there for the Hornets division. First place went to Scott Collinger. Second went to Brad McManus. And third went to Michael Ott. And now, qualifying for the Thunder Bombers. Then they had two heat races there. In the first heat race, Rod Tucker won the first heat race. Second went to Steve Green. Third went to Mark Towell. Fourth went to Luke Doggett. And fifth went to Bradley Weaver. In the second heat race for this big Thunder Bomber race, first place went to Jonathan Henson. Second went to Hunter Thunderbird. Third went to Isaiah Parker. Fourth went to Brandon Satterfield. And fifth went to Madison's Hoots. So they'll have a good starting position for the night's big $5,000 Thunder Bomber race there. Con- uh, like to congratulate all of them on a good qualifying order and hope good luck for tonight. Also, for the street stock division, a few more cars showed up there for the big street stock race and uh, had to have three heat races for that. In the first heat race, Mitchell Duval, a local guy from down here in Gaffney, South Carolina, yep. went to Carolina, showing out up there. Second was Cade Langley, a regular at Carolina Speedway. Third, Ronnie Mosley. Fourth, Paul Irby. Fifth, Josh Burgess. And Josh went left from Harris to go up there. So uh, a lot of good uh, local drivers mm-hmm. headed up to Carolina. In the second heat race, first place went to Josh Wilkerson. Second went to Everett Dunlap. Third went to Ronald Scully. Fourth went to Landon Thoreau. And fifth went to Jackson Thomason. And in the third heat race, first place went to Brandon White. Second went to Timbo Magnum. Third went to Devin Morgan. Fourth went to Bradley Lofton. And fifth went to Andrew Barker. Uh, gates are going to open up at 3 p.m. up there. That's the stand gates. The pit gates are going to open up at 12 today. Uh, $20 to get in the stands, $35 to get in the pits. Also, they're going to have a pure stop main event there and a front-wheel drive main event. Also, if you don't want to drive all the way to Carolina Speedway, we also have Harris Speedway running tonight. This is the Chuck Sparks Memorial Race. All right. The lineup we have for there is the 602 Thunder Series, the Modifieds, Southeastern Hornets Association, uh, Thunder Bombers, Pure Stock, Thunder Bomber Futures, Young Guns. Gates are going to open up at 4 p.m. today. Drivers meeting 7 p.m. Stands of $15. Pits is $30. 12 and under get in free. Also, the 602 Late Models, they will have another main event there because uh, they got a makeup race from 827 that was rained out there. So uh, go up there tonight, 
get to watch two main events in the 602 late models. You can't beat that. Also, going to uh, next Friday night, we got the Robert Bradley Memorial Race. That's going to be at Traverse Rest Speedway. That's a two-day show. It's going to be on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, on Friday nights, they got double main events there. So uh, a lot of racing going on at Traverse Rest. And then come back on Saturday night. They will bring in the Southern Vintage All-Stars and plus the Ford Outlaw Divisions will join the show there. Uh, also, they posted up at Traverse Rest Speedway that the Classic is coming back and it will be on October the 14th and 15th. So keep that in mind. Cherokee Speedway's off this weekend. Everybody knows that they tried to get in last week, but due to all the rain that they could not get nothing in, they already had on the schedule that they'd be off this week. So uh, they getting ready for the big Mike Duval Memorial Race over there. This will be, this will be next Friday on September the thirtieth. Not just coming, but the next week. So uh, they have the World of Outlaws coming in there for a big ten thousand dollar race there. Also on the program will be the Open Wheel Modifieds, fifteen hundred dollars to win. Thunder Bombers, thousand dollars to win, and Pure Stock, a thousand dollars to win. So. Uh, they said they'd post up a little bit more whenever it gets closer to that. Also, we got the Lucas Late Model Division. They at Knoxville, Iowa. Everybody knows that Knoxville Speedway up there has been known for the wing sprint cars up there, but they have brought in the Super Late Models up there. They started off there, I think, on Wednesday night. Been racing there since, and uh, you race for, they say it's not too much, but, you know, maybe $10,000 each night. They say that's not too much because everybody knows that you're going to be running for a hundred thousand dollars, but you have to you have to race them two or three nights there to gain points to get into this big main event that they're going to have tonight, and the top twenty four will be locked in on their points. And uh, first place, I'm just going to give you the top five. First so far has been Bobby Pierce with four hundred ninety eight points. Second, Jonathan Davenport, Superman. He's had an awful good season. He's looking to make over $2 million this year running dirt. Also, he's got 489 points. Third was Tyler Bruning. He's got 489, tied with Davenport. Fourth, we go to Ricky Thornton Jr., 486. And fifth was Earl Pearson Jr. So uh, if you don't want to watch the Bristol race tonight, you can always turn it up here. I think it's going to be on MAV-TV and watch these super late models go around the dirt at Knoxville, Iowa. Also, we talking about uh, a little bit about driver changing. Uh, heard this week that Brandon Shepard is out in the Rocket House chassis, Rocket chassis house car. Been in that ride for the last six years, and I heard he's going to be replaced by Hudson O'Neill. So, uh, good future looking up for Hudson O'Neill to get in a house car. And uh, but uh, also got to meet another fellow this week. He called me. He said uh, he was at the Chick-fil-A was going through, and he met Mitchell Duval in there, and he was asked Mitchell about a chassis, and uh, he said, you might need to call this man here, and it was uh, Jeremy Clements' brother. I'm pretty sure his name is Jason Clements. Okay. I'm not for sure. Excuse me if I'm I'm wrong, but uh, he called me, and he said, I heard that you got a XYZ, I mean, a metric chassis, and I said, yep, I sure do, and uh, he said, I need one, and you know I've been calling out the name of Luke Clements in the deal in Thunder Bomber racing, and that's his son, and 
I said, where you live at? I might just bring the chassis to you. He said, I live in Woodfin Ridge. I said, boy, I can't bring no chassis to Woodfin Ridge. He just laughed a little bit. And then I started putting two and two together. And this boy is married to Ricky Pearson's daughter. Oh. So Luke Clements has got Tony Clements, big engine builder, or a, a father, I mean, a grandpa. And now he's got Ricky Pearson for the other grandpa who knows chassis. So. <laughs> This boy should go far. I got to find out about what's wrong with Woodfin Ridge, but not right now because we only got about 10 seconds until we uh, have to take our top of the hour break. Uh, great first hour. We're going to come back and talk to Dave Marcus, Kaylee Tate, and who knows who else. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We are And here's what you need to know. In college football on Friday night, the Florida State Seminoles improved to 3-0 with a dramatic 35-31 comeback win at Louisville behind backup quarterback Tate Rodmaker. After starter Jordan Travis left the game with an injury, receiver Johnny Wilson caught seventh for 149 and two touchdown passes, including the game winner in the fourth quarter. Major League Baseball Friday night saw the Houston Astros clinch a playoff spot with a 5-0 win over the Oakland A's. The Astros' Jordan Alvarez, three home runs, all of them over 430 feet. Justin Verlander got the win to improve to 17-3. Albert Pujols hit the 698th home run of his career in the Cardinals' 6-5 win over Cincinnati. Brewers over the Yankees, 7-6. Garrett Mitchell, the game-winning RBI single in the bottom of the ninth. The Padres' Brandon Drury hit two home runs in a 12-3 win at Arizona. Mike Trout homered for the eighth time in 10 games in the Angels 8-7 whatever Seattle. I'm Isaac. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Tracing roots to 1832, Jenny is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. Fall is here, and that means it's time for the 7th Annual Josh Lee Memorial 5K at Upstate. This year's race will be Saturday, October 8th on the USC Upstate campus with a 9 a.m. start time. It's only $25 to register, and all the proceeds from the race will be given to the Josh Lee Memorial Scholarship Fund at USC Upstate. The scholarship was set up by Johnny and Laurie Lee, Josh's parents, and it directly benefits the USC Upstate cross-country and track and field programs. To pre-register or make a donation, go online to justfinishtherace.com or runsignup.com. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines, and it's my great pleasure to welcome a true legend in auto racing. And uh, I don't know anybody that didn't like this man, and we're talking about Dave Marcus. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming on Start Your Engines. Yes, sir. Enjoy it. Yeah. Dave, I'll tell you what. You've done so much in motorsports, uh, not only in your own car, but in some of the best cars in the business. And, yeah, we got Bristol coming up. And there's no telling how many people's cars you drove up there, and they always ran good. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, what, did you get started with the the ARCA or something? I mean, I can't really remember how you got started, but uh, well, I just came down from Wisconsin with a '66 uh, or '65, I guess it was Chevrolet Chevelle that Larry Weirs and I, uh, Larry bought it, and and uh, actually the car was built by Don Biederman from Canada at that time, and it was at Henley Gray's place over in Rome, Georgia, when uh, we seen it in National Speed Sport News for sale, and Larry called Henley up, and uh, they made a deal and bought the car, and I came down to Georgia and picked it up. Well, I remember that. If I'm not mistaken, now tell me if I'm wrong, because I am all the time, but at the, uh, I guess it would have been the 67 or 68 World 600, 
Um, I remember that, Carl, and you were in that race, and it had several rain delays, and Buddy Baker won it. But that was one of your first races because you were in that car. Yeah, well, well, actually, the first race was uh, for, for that car was at Daytona in 1968. Okay. Well, I tell you, you've had such a great career, and uh, uh, I used to pull for you so hard. I tell you, I remember one day at Talladega uh, when you were in that K&K insurance dodge that nobody was going to catch you that day. Yeah, I believe that was when Bobby Isaac had the kidney stones. Uh, Harry Hyde come and talk to me. Uh, I believe it was Saturday about midday, and there was only one practice left, and he said it doesn't look like Bobby's going to get out of the hospital are you interested in driving that car for us tomorrow? Can you find somebody to drive yours? And uh, I went and asked a few guys in the garage, got Bill Seifert to drive my car, and uh, I drove the Bobby Isaac car. Yeah, I remember that, Dave. Uh, that, yeah, we, that had a, we had a very good, sizable lead, uh, and I think there were five laps remaining, and the engine blew up coming off of the fourth turn. Mm, mm. Well, it seems like there was another race. Uh, I, I think this was you, and I should. I was there at Atlanta. Um, it was either you won the race, and afterwards, they they when I got home, they had a different winner, and it was Donnie Allison, or it was the other way around. You you remember that? Yes, sir. That was in Atlanta when I was driving the Rod Osterlund car. Right. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how that deal all went yet to this day, but anyhow, they declared Donnie Allison. The winner, and uh, uh, I don't know. As far as I was concerned, and Richard Petty, who, who we were racing together on that last restart, Donnie was down a lap. Um, so uh, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> that deal went, but it is what it is. Well, speaking of Rod Osterlund, Greg and I were sitting here talking a little earlier about uh, when Bobby Allison won the 1978 Daytona 500. And he thanked you. Uh, I mean, it was a great moment in my life because I pulled for Bud Moore every every race he was ever in. But um, if it hadn't been for uh, Bobby Allison drafting with you, um, that might not have happened because Buddy Baker was strong that day, and I think Buddy blew up trying to keep up with you two. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, like I say, Dave, we can't we can't forget about that, and. Uh, like I say, you, you've done more to help teams and run up front everywhere you go, regardless of what you're in, and relief drive for people. And it's just incredible. Your career is just like a, it, it's like an encyclopedia. It's just unreal. I drove relief for a lot of people. Uh, you know, in those days, we didn't have no cool suits. We weren't allowed to put fresh air vents on the side of the car to get fresh air in them. So... They were generally 135 degrees inside those race cars, and, you know, a lot of guys just weren't in the physical shape, I guess, to take it. Uh, and the equipment that I raced myself, you know, a lot of times I had some mechanical problems. The stuff would break rear gears and stuff, but, and so I was available to drive relief. And, uh, and I recall a day in Bristol, I was running good, but I don't know if I lost a rear gear that day, but Bobby Allison needed relief. Uh, he was driving the Mario Rossi uh, Dodge yep. at that time. And, From Spartanburg. Uh, yeah, and I got in the uh, car and ran the last 168 or 69 laps of the race and won the race. However, Bobby gets credit for it because he started the race. Yeah. Well, Dave, you uh, uh, I, 
tell me if you know this. I'm going to throw a name out there and see if you know him. Uh, Mike Hill, who worked for Junior Johnson and Cecil Gordon and a lot of other people uh, uh, as a crew chief and, and on the cruise. Do you remember Mike Hill? Yes, sir. All right. Well, his brother's sitting right here. He's our local guy who handles all the local results, and he builds cars that uh, dominate around here on the short tracks when he feels like getting out there with, uh, you know, at Cherokee Speedway and Harris and places like that. And this is Alan Hill, and he had a very interesting question. Well, I was just wondering about whenever you drove all them IROC cars, how'd you get them so equal to each other? Oh, man, that was a lot, a lot of work. And I guess the credit for seeing to it that they were equal would have to go to Jay Signori, who most of my time in the IROC cars uh, was under Jay, but uh, he just uh, was very, very fussy. And, he, I mean, we tested every car, three different drivers, uh we took engines out of the fastest car, put them in the slowest car, and we tried to get them cars to be within a second uh, of each other. I mean, it was, uh, and most times we did accomplish that. And my brother, he just texted me. He said something about Arcadia Dairy. You used to have a shop across in front of it where y'all used to eat every day? Yeah, the Arcadia Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> This correct spelling or something like it on my Ms. phone. Mrs. Arthur, she had the best cheeseburger and the best milkshake in the country. <laughs> well, she was in a dairy. We're talking to Dave Marcus, a NASCAR great and a uh, popular driver. Greg was pointing out earlier about you. Uh, I would mention the wingtip shoes that you're so famous for, and Greg said, yeah, and he always had on that Goodyear hat no matter what. Yeah, well, Goodyear people – Back in the early 70s when we had a couple of them tire wars with Firestone and stuff, uh, I know Firestone come up with a big point fund to try and get people to run their tire. And uh, Goodyear went some of us littler guys and said if we would run a uh, Goodyear tire store's name on our race car, um, they would supply us with X number of dollars worth of tires for the season. And so the, the store that I had, on the ad on my car was a, a Goodyear store in Greenville, uh, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, we, in those days, we needed all the help we could get. We used to run, you know, a lot of the race fans remember, but we'd run ads for motels. We'd run ads for restaurants. They would they would give us our evening meals or our breakfast sometimes if we'd bring the crew there for the evening meal or I could get a free room in a motel if I put the rest of the crew up on there and things like that's what it took to make ends meet in those days. Yeah. yeah. Now you had quite a relationship with Roger Penske and, uh, drove the Matadors and drove the, the Mercury. Uh, how did that come about? Cause I know you had a, quite a relationship with him for well, that, a while. That came through actually through Mark Donahue. Mark is the one that originally hired me to help test the IROC cars. Oh, okay. And so I actually won the first race in stock in a stock car for Roger Penske, and it was when we ran those double header races, or USAC did, uh, and it was at uh, Michigan, and they would run a, uh, I think it would be a 200 or 250 mile IndyCar race and a 250 mile USAC stock car race. I saw one of those at Atlanta one time. Right, and I was driving uh, the car for Roger at that time. And I believe we had Norton on the car that time. Uh, yep. Norton, and then we had Cam 2 for a while on it also. Yeah. 
how how was that matador i know bobby allison stuck with that thing for so long and he actually won both the races at darlington in 1975 but got everybody i, I love the matador I, and you know back in those days you had so many different manufacturers which is something i wish we still had but uh yeah. i love the matador yeah i it was great to get another motor company involved in the sport to get amc involved in there because there were a lot of race fans drove those products, the AMC products on the highway, and that's what racing was all about. The Chevrolet, the Ford, the Dodge, the Plymouth, you know, we, the Buicks, the Oldsmobiles. I mean, we had them all involved in the sport. Yeah. Do you have any of your old race cars? Do you have any at all? Well, I've got the last car that I drove yet. It was my Speedway car, the Daytona Talladega car, and uh, Dale Earnhardt's shop actually put that body on that car for me. And then the Richard Childress team, took that car to the wind tunnel and tested it because Richard supplied me with engines for doing testing for Dale, and they needed to know the aerodynamic numbers on my car. So when they had an engine that had two or three more horsepower than the one Dale had, how that related, you know, in speed at Daytona or Talladega. Yeah, we're talking to Dave Marcus, 883 starts. 33 Daytona 500s and 32 in a row, and your last race was the 2002 Daytona 500. Yes, sir. That's correct. God, I mean, what a what an amazing race. Over 35 years. 35 years, yep. That's great. So, uh, No, it's like in those days, to me, that's what I wanted to do. That was my job, just like a man that, that works in a factory. I mean, my job was racing, so it was no different than a guy that would work in a factory and retire after so many years of being and working in that factory. So what does Dave Marcus do these days other than let people like uh, us on Start Your Engines call you up and reminisce about uh, the good old days and, and your great uh, career? Well, I try and do a little fishing, a little hunting. I got a big garden. I got a dump truck. I got a small teramite backhoe. Uh, I pull stumps out for people, help with firewood, and uh, give them give them things out of my garden. And uh, I I stay busy. I'm busy every day. I I still have my shop yet. My son-in-law uh, works over there in that, and so you know my lathes and machinery and welders, and uh, I I do all kinds of stuff. I stay busy. You're still you're up in the Asheville area, right? Arden or somewhere around in there? Yes, I am. I'm in Arden. Yep. Well, I need a load of firewood, but I think you're a little too far away. I, I might can hold out a little longer, but it's... We can roll her down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Dave, you, uh, you're you a, a, a legend in this sport, and I tell you what, when they go to nominating and putting people in the Hall of Fame, i got no problem whatsoever with you going in there. I think you are very deserved with everything that you've accomplished and the wins. And uh, i I got to mention that last win... Um, I think it was at Richmond in your own car when uh, everybody pitted because it was getting ready to rain, and when it did rain, you didn't pit, and that was the that was win number five. Yeah, that is correct. It was in a little Chevrolet Malibu that I had, and uh, I was running well that day, uh, and Joe Rutman had actually just passed me going into third turn, but coming out of the fourth turn, he got loose and spun out, and I got back by him before the flag stand. So that kept me on the lead lap. Well, then that caution came out, and everybody dove for the pits. 
Well, I needed to stay on the racetrack to get behind the pace car, and we all knew that it looked like it was going to rain. So I stayed out there, and I think Dale Inman was one of the only guys that, that realized what happened first, and they only put uh, right sides maybe on Richard and tried to get him out the hit of the pace car but didn't make it. And uh, so he, he when he got out, he was actually behind me, but I was leading the race. And it rained and it rained, and uh, it uh, it just kept raining. They, Bill Gazaway was on the radio, and he said, don't go nowhere, we're going to restart this race. And and they kept that up and kept that up until it finally started getting dark, and uh, I ended up being the winner. That's great. Dave, uh, we can't thank you enough for coming on, and uh, stay in good, uh, good humor with uh, Greg because – Greg gets us the great guests, and it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Okay, well, I appreciate it very much, and want to say hello to all the race fans that we have out there. Well, you got a lot of them, Greg. I tell you what, he's super, Dave. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's just done so much for the sport, and I don't know why we was all. I kept telling Daddy, "No, it's gonna rain. We need to pit. We don't need to pit." And uh, Dave had him out outsmarted, plus he was running off for good that day. Dave, thank you so he much. Run good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, I don't think we talked to you in a, a year or so, so we'll try to make you a little more regular, I hope. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I remember being on the show, but I don't remember what date it was. Yeah, yeah. well, Greg gets us our guest, so next time I'm going to say, Greg, we need Dave Marcus. So uh, thank you so much, <laughs> Dave, for coming on the show. I appreciate it, and uh, I know you had a lot of listeners and a lot of uh, comments when we advertised that you were going to be on the show that people were looking forward to hearing you. Well, I appreciate that very much, and thank you. Okay. That's Dave Marcus, who uh, um, i tell you what, Good, good one there, Greg. That was uh, somebody that we uh, don't talk to often enough. Let's don't leave him off if we continue to do this show. He's got to be a yearly one since uh, a lot of our people are dropping off. Well, <laughs> They yeah. either forgot that they're supposed to be on the show or they're too grumpy to be on the show, but Dave's pretty cooperative. Yeah, Dave's real good, and, and it's a pleasure to have him on the show, and he needs to be one of them guys where – I mean, we could interview him for five hours. Yeah, we could, and I started to say that. We're going to take a break right now, and we're going to come back with Kaylee Tate and her dad, and we're going to talk about some drag racing and an event she's got coming up in Cowpens. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. 
You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. USC Upstate takes center stage in the heart of downtown Spartanburg in Morgan Square on October 6th for Morgan Square Madness. Meet the 2022 Spartan men's and women's basketball teams and we'll shoot hoops right in the middle of Morgan Square. It'll be fun for the whole family with games, prizes, music, and of course basketball. The fun kicks off at 6 on October 6th. Get all the details for this exciting event at upstatespartans.com slash madness. That's upstatespartans.com slash madness. Don't miss Morgan Square Madness October 6th presented by USC Upstate. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to the next segment of Start Your Engines. And I got to make a little announcement here for uh, my coyote killer who's... uh, had unfortunately i had to call him back out there this week because uh they showed up again some new ones but uh you know he's with heritage Fo- foothills heritage uh, hunters that kill all kinds of wild animals whatever you need look them up on facebook and uh and call them out to take care of that. i think they do coyotes for free but you might want to pay them a little something but uh andrew who was uh ethan ethan's partner with uh the coyote killers um he and his wife, Madeline, soon-to-be wife, Madeline, are expecting a daughter on March the 5th. 
So I wouldn't put too much stock in that March the 5th because my son was due on Valentine's Day, 1996, and he showed up before Christmas on 1995. So you can't go too much by that. But congratulations to Andrew and Madeline and Ethan. Uh, there was nothing in the traps this morning. So uh, that's, the, that's the coyote situation. We have in our studio right now uh, Kaylee Tate with uh, K-Bird Racing. And, uh, and are you from Union? No, I'm from Cowpens. Cowpens, okay. And you're uh, Kaylee's dad, and your name is? Josh. Josh, that's right. I, I got it right here. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, so Kaylee is a drag racer down in Union, and you do real well at that, don't you? 16 years old, you can't drive to the studio, but you can run down the drag strip. Yes, sir. Well, how do you do? I mean, tell me what you got and what you race, and when can we see you race? Uh, I got a 1992 S10 Blazer, and... Today's actually the last race. Okay, so today? She, yeah, so yeah. she's got to get down there right after this. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, how fast does that thing go? It goes, it can go 8.6 uh, and an eighth of a mile, but we can't go but nine seconds for until I'm moving up. Well, uh, Trent, can you translate that to miles an hour? It's about 74, 75 miles an hour. Okay, all right. And uh, now is this a... Is like is this like a teenager's class, or are you running against grown-up people? No, it's just a teen class. Okay, all right. Well, I would think that that would be uh, um, something that you would like to uh, uh, follow up on and go and and you know maybe I don't know you want to make this a professional career or how do you feel? Because there's a lot of lot of drag racing females. I know that with John Force's family and there's some others I don't know about. Yeah, I want to. So you want her to? And she do what she wants to do if we can afford it. Okay, well, <laughs> winning helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, you uh, now where do you go to school? Broom High School. Broom High School. I was going to guess that, but I knew, uh, I knew Packlet and Calpins didn't have one anymore. So, uh, Broom High School, and I would think that you were uh, kind of a kind of a celebrity. I would think there not can't be too many drag racers uh, walking around the halls. No. Yeah, there's one other girl just started this year. Now, how many of your friends know what you do on these Saturdays when you're out racing? Do they know you're out there? Yes, sir. What do they think about it? They really like it because they're friends with a drag racer, but they they really, I think they were really excited for me. Well, you know, I uh, Ronnie can attest to this. Every time we have a young male racer on, I always, always ask the question, how is this for getting dates? So I got to do the same thing with a female racer. Is this easy to, to get a date? I might think a, a handsome young uh, high schooler would want to go out with a drag racer. I don't really do that. No. no. Well, you will. <laughs> Pretty girl like you will. Unfortunately. All right. Now tell us about your event that's coming up. Uh, I guess that's next Saturday in Cowpens. And uh, take all your time. You know, don't don't rush through it. We got plenty of time. Uh, it's a K-Bird Racing Car Show at True Value in Calpins, and we're getting the money for uh, Hammond's Grave Baptist Church. Okay. So it's uh, 9 to 1, and registration's at 9 to 10.30, awards at 12, and the address is 187 Battleground Road, Calpins, South Carolina. Okay, now um, now tell me about the show itself. You and you 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 have different classes of awards and things. And uh, what are we talking about? Customized cars? Is that mainly what we're talking about? Hot rides and stuff, or 
what what kind of cars will be entered in this? Just anything. Anything somebody wants to bring up. Okay. Well, I got a bright red Mustang out there. I don't think it's an award winner, <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a pretty good deal. Ronnie, you want to say something there? I was just going to say it. Take it out there because it is a good-looking car, and that's what you're looking for is good-looking cars that people want to look at. Now, what does it cost to enter a car in the contest, and uh, what kind of prizes can you win? It's $20 entry fee, and you get to have a free door prize ticket, and okay. we're selling half and half and hot dogs, hot dog plates. Um, and we're also having, like, a kid's prize. Okay. So we, we really want all the kids that we can to come out and have fun just like grown adults or teenagers also. That uh, now I, I'm pretty familiar with that area. I haven't been there lately, but the, the true value, is, is that where the Piggly Wiggly used to be? Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought so. We used to, for some reason, when we first moved back here from uh, Charlotte and Miami, I we bought our Christmas trees at the Piggly Wiggly. I don't know how that started. But every year we'd go to the Piggly Wiggly to get our Christmas tree until we went one Christmas and there wasn't a Piggly Wiggly. But I know exactly. That's across from the Red Rooster, I think, or if the, if the Red Rooster's still there. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that sounds great. Um, now, are you going to have your car there showing it off to? Yes, I'll have my uh, SM Blazer there, but it won't be just because, because I'm doing the show. So. Yeah. And so you came up with this all yourself? Yes, sir. Oh, that's very ambitious. That's a great thing. And uh, um, tell again what this uh, what it goes for the uh, um, the church that you were talking about. Uh, you're raising money for. It's Hammonds Grove Baptist Church, the building fund. Mm-hmm. So, and I just I've been to car shows ever since I was little. Yeah. And I wanted to do one for the church, so it just kind of sparked interest of this is the time and yeah well where is hannah's uh, what's the name of hannah's grove hammett's grove hammett's grove where is uh where's that um it's between calpin and the packlet on hammett's grove road that figures so. <laughs> <laughs> um other than that six classes of awards yeah that's what i was asking what yeah. are the different classes or i mean we're still in uh pre pre-1980 1981 to 2000, 2001 to present. Okay. Top three in each one, and then there's going to be a kid's choice, a K-Bird's choice, and a pastor's choice awards. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds great. And what's the times for this again? It's next Saturday? It's next Saturday, uh, 9 to 1. Okay, 9 to 1. And then, uh, but tonight is the last race uh, at Union Dragway, a drag strip. The last points race. race. Points race. Okay, and how are you doing in points? I'm leading so far. Well, good for you. Do I understand that you won the championship last year? I won the championship last year and going for it again this year. Well, that's two in a row. Is uh, that's tough to do? Tough to be a repeat. Now, what what do the guys that you race against? Since you're telling me you're the you're the only one, only young lady down there. What do the guys that you keep beating think of it? I don't really know. They're a little shy. But <laughs> there's one other girl that just started this year, but. You know, last couple of years they were they were pretty shy. How did you get? I mean, how did you get started? And your dad? Well, my daddy used to race a uh, go kart, okay. and I started about ten or eleven. I used to race mini sprints. Okay. And then we got out of that, and we they actually had a golf cart drag race. 
and we went down there. That sounds like more my speed. <laughs> they had a lawnmower golf cart race, and I went down there, and I really loved it. And there was people coming down there helping me, and I just I don't know. It just kind of sparked interest and said, "Hey, let's build a car and go out racing." That sounds great, man. Uh, well, we wish you all the best with your uh, with your career as an auto racer and drag racer, and especially for your show next week. And uh, anytime y'all got something to promote, uh, uh, just let me know. Uh, we um, I think you went through Hank Guyton to get to me and. Ernie Smith and, Hank and Ernie Smith. Yeah. yeah. Ernie's a regular. I think Greg uh, pumped some money into Greg to uh, Ernie's car. And, uh, what's that sheet of paper? You got something else? These are my sponsors that I really want to thank. Well, let's thank them. Uh, Jeff Lambert at Greasy's garage and race sponsorship.net. Anna's with white Wade's restaurant. That's a good one. Bobby <laughs> Emmon with wicked vinyl signs and graphics. Chester and Davis Woodfin at Woodfin towing. Bobby Brown with Cooks Racing Automatics, Randy and Sheila Madden of Madden's Cars in Chester, South Carolina, Big Splash Pole Company in Calpin, South Carolina, Brandon with Laser Boys, and I want to thank all my family, friends, and fans who have supported me and helped me along the way, and to Mr. Tony Brown for at Union County Dragway for giving us a great place to play race. And WSPG AM and FM for letting you come on here and talk about it. And you can do it anytime you want to. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for uh, getting in touch with us. And uh, as I said, you know, we'll be glad to give you time anytime we can. And uh, good luck to both of you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Thank you very much. And that's, uh, that's uh, I tell you what, this is uh, a lot of young people involved in racing around Spartanburg and Spartanburg County and Union and, you know, it's uh, it's it's a whole lot healthier than I thought it was, and uh, it's great to see you guys uh, participating and and just uh, keep doing what you're doing. We thank you so much. Thank you. All right, let's take a break. We're gonna come back and sort of do our last segment and try to catch up on what's happening and what's gonna happen. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
Newman. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Pranex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Pranex is the place to look. Pranex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Pranex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Pranex does that too. Pranex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Oh, yeah. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at McDonald's.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. Start me up, AJ. Well, let's uh, let's try to recap what's going on, or what went on last week, and uh, what we can expect today. We got one series that has ended, so let's see if I can get this done in 17 minutes and 45 seconds. Xfinity, of course, the big news there was Jeremy Clements getting uh, his uh, penalties overturned, and he's back in the playoffs. And uh, but we got to back up to uh, the 200. Uh, Lapper they were trying to run last week at Kansas. That was the Kansas Lottery 300. That was last Saturday. Well, it was a rainy day, and the rules are, of course, in NASCAR, you've got to go halfway for it to be an official race. It was a 200-lap race or the end of the second segment, which was 93 laps. So I don't know if this is the first race that was official that didn't go halfway, but it might be. Anyway, they only went halfway, and uh, a boy who was uh, a gentleman who has taken up quite a bit of the show today. Noah Cragson was the winner. He um, went 93 laps, as I said, and stopped because of rain. 
Dustin Allgaier was second, Ty Gibbs third, Brandon Jones fourth, Ross Chastain fifth. And uh, we don't need to go over the point standings from that since uh, we've already had another race since then. But Jeremy Clements um, had another lackluster race, not very, uh, not very good. And once again, for the umpteenth time in a row, when he doesn't finish high, I put the staple right on where he finished, and he finished 21st last week. So they ran last night the Xfinity race, and that was the Food City 300, and it did go the distance. And it was won by, guess who? Noah Craxon won his third race in a row. Brandon Jones was uh, second, Austin Hill third, Sam Mayer fourth, and Riley Herbst fifth, A.J. Allmendinger sixth, Josh Berry seventh, Stefan Parsons, which y'all educated me last week, is like Benny Parsons' nephew or something like that. Is that right, Ronnie? You don't remember? Okay. Is that right? Benny yeah, Parsons' nephew? Right. He's pretty good. I mean, he, he uh, he's stuck up there with him and came in with an eighth-place finish. Justin Allgaier, ninth, and Brian Siege, who squeaked in to the final playoff spot, was tenth. Jeremy Clements didn't have all that great a race, not all that bad a race, I guess. He finished sixteenth, but – uh. That's okay. He's in the playoffs exactly where we want him to be. And the playoff points, Noah Craxon is the play uh, the, the playoff leader as we go to our first race, which will be next week in Texas. Uh, Noah Craxon has a 13-point lead over Ty Gibbs in second. Justin Allgaier is third. A.J. Allmendinger fourth. Josh Berry fifth. Austin Hill sixth. Brandon Jones seventh. And Jeremy Clements is eighth. He's 46 points behind with 2,005 points. And he, those are the eight drivers that won a race this year. So um, he is already ahead of four other guys. And dadgummit, Jeremy, stay up there. Have a good run at Texas. Sam Mayer is ninth. Daniel Hemrick is tenth. Riley Herbst, 11th. And squeezing in, I think we decided by like three points over Landon Castle, three or five, or I think it was five actually, is a Ryan Siege in that number 39. So, that's the way they'll go when they head to Texas next week for the uh, – do I have it written down here? I think I do. I thought I wrote it. The Andy's Frozen Custard 300, which will be next uh, Saturday at 3.30 on USA. Let's go to Cup. Cup guys ran last week, of course, at the Hollywood Casino 400, and that was in uh, Kansas. And it was won by – and we haven't even mentioned this today. Bubba Wallace. Good grief. How would I let that slip for so long? I'm surprised Deb didn't mention it either, but Bubba Wallace, you can't take anything away from him. When he went by, um, Alex Bowman with like 58 laps to go. He was gone, and nobody was going to catch him. Well, that was the same car that Kurt Busch won the May race in. That's right. So, so I, uh, they got the some, setup. Sometimes that, that car, whenever you got a good car, you just put the driver in, and it goes. Well, Let's don't take too much away from Bubba because he had to, somebody had to steer it around and well, listen, not get I, I and not to, get called for speeding on pit road and stuff like yeah. that. And two, they had to do the green flag pit stops. Yep. And he cycled through and still came out with the lead. And uh, yeah, that's tough. Did I hear that? Uh, um, Denny Hamlin had like his some as astronomical number of pit road penalties, speeding penalties this year. Like you, you're correct. 30 something. I mean, yeah. is that possible? 31. <laughs> they need to put a governor on that thing or something. I thought they had some sort of rev limiter. I think IndyCars do, but that was, uh, I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty bad. But anyway, Bubba Wallace was the winner going away. Um, and there's some kind of under the surface tension or so about Denny Hamlin owning the car and finishing second to it. Again, and I mean, he's just a freaking jerk as far as I'm concerned. He belly aches about everything. 
just about. And uh, whatever Deb was talking about earlier, he was whining about. Now he's, he's, uh, I think he was sort of gave uh, almost like a cold shoulder to Bubba Wallace and at the post race press conference. And and his car won the race. He and Michael Jordan owned the car, but uh, he finished second, and that just I guess irked him a little bit. Uh, it was a good day for Toyota. Uh, Christopher Bell was third. Alex Bowman fourth, and the other Gibbs car, uh, Martin Truex, was fifth. Sixth was William Byron. Seventh, Ross Chastain. Eighth, Kyle Larson. Ninth, Ryan Blaney. And tenth, Daniel Suarez. Um, so they will run uh, today. They have already got the today's an eliminate, elimination race. And the four guys that are on the hot seat, Kyle Busch is uh, 13th. Well, let's just go down the whole thing. Leading the points because when uh, – Chase Elliott wrecked at Darlington. It threw the point standings in a tizzy. So you got Christopher Bell with a 10-point lead over William Byron. Third is the whiner, uh, Denny Hamlin. He's 18 points back. I'm sorry, 11 points back. Joey Logano is fourth. He's 18 points back. Then we got Ryan uh, Blaney, fifth. Sixth, Alex Bowman, seventh. Chase Bush, that's how far he fell. (laughs) Excuse me. I knew my rev limiter was going to hit there. Kyle Larson is 8th, Ross Chastain 9th, Daniel Suarez 10th. Then we have a tie between Tyler Reddick and Austin Sendrick, who are 56 points behind. And then at 58 points behind and just out of the playoffs is Kyle Busch. Austin Dillon is next, uh, 14th. He's 59 points back. Chase Briscoe is 65 points back in 15th. And Kevin Harvick is 91 points back. And I think it's pretty safe to say he's going to have to win. Yes, he is, uh, but he does have a fast car. Qualified good up there. Going to start in top 10 at Bristol. So, uh, I know, uh, who, well, somebody here picked Kevin Harvick to win, I think. Yeah, uh, Deb picked, her. picked him. Picked him. Well, I just, just happened to have the starting lineup here. On the pole, um, and they actually did have qualifying, is Eric Almarola. Chase Briscoe was second. So that's a couple of Tony Stewart cars right there, Stewart Haas cars. Third is Alex Bowman. Fourth is Hamlin. Fifth, Kyle Larson. Sixth, Ryan Blaney. Starting seventh is Kevin Harvick. Eighth points leader, Christopher Bell. Ninth, Austin Sendrick. And tenth, Brad Keselowski. So uh, um, there's uh, 36 cars in the race, and uh, that race will be tomorrow. I'm sorry, tonight. Well, you know what happened last year between him and uh, your guy? Oh, they got to slamming each other. Got to slamming end. each other. Yeah. So with me leading the points and you second and Deb third, why don't y'all just do the same thing you did last time? I might wreck have. it, wreck each other. Well, it, just, yeah. it very well may happen. Uh, that race is tonight, and that's the Bass Pro Shops NRA Night Race, as the official name of it, and that will be at seven thirty on USA. So uh, stay tuned for that tonight. We had some racing Thursday. I didn't even know about. I mean, I just, was, I forgot about it. I didn't, I didn't know it to forget it. <laughs> I just, mm. it didn't register with me that they do always run some races on Thursday. Um, it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday deal with uh, Bristol at the night race, but the trucks ran sat, uh, Thursday night and uh, they're already well into their playoffs. They've eliminated two drivers, uh, Grant Enfigure and Matt, not, I'm, I'm sorry, Matt Crafton and Carson Hosevar. They eliminated them last week, but the winner was Ty Majeski. Second was Zane Smith. Third, the pit reporter, Parker Klingerman, had a good race. Fourth was Grant Enfinger. Fifth, Matt Crafton. Sixth, Derek Krause. 
Seventh, Stuart Friesen. Eighth, Christian Eckes. Ninth, Chandler Smith. And tenth, Corey Heim. The points for the trucks. Um, and they're, as I said, well into their playoffs. But Chandler's, if you name Smith, you're in good shape. Chandler Smith is leading the points. He's got a three-point lead over Zane Smith. Stuart Friesen is 15 points back in third. He's Canadian. Fourth is Ty Majeski. Fifth, John Hunter Nemechek. Sixth, Christian Eckes. Seventh, Grant Enfinger. And eighth, uh, last year's champion, Ben Rhodes. Those are the eight surviving, uh, and they will move on uh, to uh, their next race, which will be they're going to take a week off, and on October the 1st, on a Saturday, they're going to run the Chevy Silverado 250, and that is at Talladega. So the big truck's on the big track. You look like you want to say something. I forgot what I was going to say. All right. That comes with age. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> I remember about 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Don't call. I'll be up, though. You can text yeah. me. Uh, Arca ran Thursday night as well before the uh, um trucks and the winner of that race was sammy smith who's also uh uh runs xfinity off and on uh brandon jones has been doing a lot of uh arca racing here lately to gain experience i suppose was eight was second third taylor gray fourth rajah caruth and fifth daniel die um looking on at the point standings here and i thought i had it the uh they didn't update it too quickly on uh on the website that I use, racingreference.com. So uh, I, just, I don't have it, and I'm not going to pretend that I do. So I'm not sure how the points are, but we'll get hopefully caught up next week. Uh, and they're going to take a week off and run at the famous High Banks of Salem, Indiana. That'll be at 4 p.m. on Saturday, October the 1st, and that will be on MAV TV, and that will be their next-to-last race. Let's go to Indy. Go ahead. I do remember what I was going to say. You well, mentioned say Parker Klingerman earlier. Yeah. I think he's doing each week a better and better job as a reporter, and I enjoy listening to it. And he's a sports car driver where he actually came from. So right. he's, a, he's a good guy. I like Parker Klingerman a lot. He does a good job. Uh, as Greg hands out the ball tickets. Don't give me one if it's not a winner. Thank you. Okay, uh, IndyCars wrapped it up last week. They had their last race of the season at the Grand Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey, and that was in California. Alex Pillow was the winner. Joseph Newgarden was second. And Will Power finished third, and by virtue of finishing third, beat out his Penske teammate, Joseph Newgarden, for the point championship. So Will Power is the 2022 IndyCar points champion. Um, going on down the line here in the rundown, Fourth was Felix Rosenquist in the race. Fifth was Christian Lungard. Sixth, Scott McLaughlin. Seventh, Roman Groschan. Eighth, Patricio O'Ward. Ninth, Marcus Erickson, the Indy 500 winner. And tenth, Alexander Rossi. The point standings, as they finished, Will Power is the champion. He had a 16-point win over, uh, over Joseph Newgarten and a sizable win over Scott Dixon, who was third. Scott McLaughlin was fourth. Last year's champion, Alex Pillow, tied McLaughlin for fourth. Sixth was Marcus Erickson. Seventh, Patricio O'Ward. Alexander Rossi was eighth. Felix Rosenquist, ninth. And Colton Hare to tenth. This is kind of, to me, almost kind of disturbing. A.J. Foyt ran two cars all year, sometimes three, and didn't make the top 20 because that's all that printed off the top 20. That's a lot of money and a lot of travel for a guy named A.J. Foyt to do no better than can't make the top 20 
plus the fact that uh, um, no Jimmy Johnson in the top 20 either. That's pretty incredible when A.J. Foyt's got that many cars. And that much money. And that much, you know, and that's bad. That's real that's bad. bad. But I, I do want to thank everybody. We've had some good guests, and all of y'all are dedicated. And, and we just had some wonderful guests. We want to thank Trent Langster, uh, the Delaney's, and Ryan Clary and everybody. This is a neat show, and I'm glad to be part of it. Well, thank you, Greg. I'd let you have done that if you'd let me get through with two more things here, but you did it anyway, so we're all right. Formula One, uh, they ran last week at the Pirelli Grand Prix of Italy on the famous Monza track. I didn't watch much of it, and no reason to, because Max Verstappen won his fifth race in a row. Um, they got a lot of problems with uh, with Formula One. The guy that's the director of it, evidently nobody's satisfied with him. They... Uh, had such a confusing qualifying that it was like hours after qualifying was over with all the penalties and everything that they knew what the starting lineup was going to be. And then this race ended under the caution flag, which infuriated the Italians with uh, Charles Leclerc and a Ferrari sitting in second place. So uh, very, very unhappy people there. Max Verstappen has won five in a row and 11 out of 16 this year. And needless to say, He's got a 115-point lead, 116-point lead over Charles Leclerc, and is going to be the champion. Sergio Perez is third in points. George Russell is fourth, and Carlos Sainz is fifth. As far as the race itself, Verstappen won it. Leclerc was second. George Russell third. Carlos Sainz fourth, and Lewis Hamilton fifth. Tomorrow was supposed to be the Russian Grand Prix, but they canceled that thing in February. There is no Russian Grand Prix, not even any Russian drivers, and uh, they will run next. Um, a week from, well, it's going to be two weeks away now. This is on September, um, October the 2nd. They're going to run the Singapore Grand Prix. So no Russian Grand Prix today, no race next week, and then they'll go to Singapore. The final thing is the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Of course, uh, pretty forgettable season there with Pipo Durrani sitting in, I think, ninth place here in points with uh, – the only race they have left is the Motul Petit Grand Prix at Road, Road Atlanta, which we were so excited about last year because they did go down there and win the championship. And uh, that's not going to happen this year uh, for that team anyway, the Wheeling Engineering team. Tom Blomquist and Felipe Albuquerque have a 19-point lead over Tom Blomquist and Ricky Taylor. So we will uh, – nobody else is in contention for that. Uh, and that's it. I got it all done. Greg, this was when you could have said what you already said, but it's too late. Don't say it again. <laughs> Grani, you got about a, a couple of seconds. Go ahead. Well, got a lot of good football on today. Uh, South Carolina playing Georgia at 12. PC is playing at 3. Clemson playing opposite race tonight at 7. La Tech. So I'll be watching the game on my computer and the race on my big TV. There you go. And, uh, Alan, what you got? Some Harris, stuff going on today. Harris, local, Harris, our local racetrack, going to be racing this evening. Got the 602 late miles. So I guess Mr. Wilson be headed up there to Harris. Uh, I told him, I said, I might surprise you and show up with him chicken kebabs. And uh, <laughs> he, just, he just smiled, but uh, he said, that'll be the day. <laughs> well, it might be today or the day. So uh, uh, are, the, are the grapplers going at it tonight? I mean, I, this, this is wrestling no, thing. No, sort of, no, 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 no wrestling? No wrestling. No fishing? No fishing. Wow. Okay. You got a day off. I'll probably watch uh, Bristol. Okay. Well, 
uh, kebabs sound pretty good. So uh, he might, uh, yeah, you might want to think about doing that. That uh, sounds good. I'll probably do. One. Greg, this is when you could have said what you just said, but you got. I'll give you another uh, fifteen seconds. Well, other than thank a lot of people, I, I do do want to go to the steakhouse everybody's been talking about. I think they got a, a guy on that used to be a real good quarterback. Are you talking about where the uh, peddler used to be? Yeah. And that would be, uh, oh, uh, I think, I think. Yeah, he used to quarterback for South Carolina. Ball hair guy like me, yeah, Tanny Hill. That's right, Steve Tanny Hill. He's good, too. Well, I'll see what kind of cook he is if we ever get down mm-hmm. that way. But uh, that was a good show. We had a lot of guests. Good luck to uh, Kaylee Tate tonight at uh, Union Dragway. And hopefully uh, um, her show will go over good next week in Cowpens. Everybody head out for that. Try to remember to mention it next week. In the meantime, a lot of racing on TV tonight, and uh, or one big race, the, the Bristol race. Rest of you, Natalie, a bunch of them are on the way. Thanks for everything you do, Lanny, and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. The home of Open Mike, weekdays from 3 to 6. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM. WSPG Spartanburg. We and here's what you need to know. Today's college football action about to kick off with number 